You are Locked On Browns, your daily Cleveland Browns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good evening, everybody. Locked On Browns, episode 130. I am your host, Jeff Lloyd. Uh, follow me on Twitter, Twitter at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd. Uh, guys, thanks so much for uh, you know following along on the Browns uh, Twitter account as well. Everything's growing. Uh, a, a tremendous amount of you know new listeners last week, first-time listeners. Uh, a lot of people saying that they love the show. They're going to stick around each week. The, the numbers just seem to, seem to keep going up and up. Which is really good. I mean, I'm trying my best here as we're you know covering a team that's still still looking for that elusive first victory. But uh, I do appreciate all the support from everybody. Uh, as far as yesterday, uh, you know, there's there's some instances this year where look, one has been left on the field, and this is another one yesterday. I mean, you know, you can't go up 21-7 in the NFL and come out on the wrong end of football games. Uh, you can't get up to 21 points and think that's going to be enough to hold off anybody. And it came back to bite him yesterday. Uh, look, some of that is going to be on the fact that you have a rookie quarterback. Some of that's going to be on the fact that you are not as good as competition you're faking, facing week in and week out. I will say that I do wonder whether or not the coaching staff has enough in the playbook right now to go 60 minutes and then some uh, as far as to keep these defenses fresh, uh, to not utilize Josh Gordon and Corey Coleman uh, towards the end of yesterday's game and to have anything for your two-star wide receivers uh, look, that's going to come down on coaching. Uh, you know, you you got to have a handful of plays, a handful of looks that you want to get these guys each and every week. So, look, I mean, maybe everybody's growing together, but look, it's it, it, I think we're reaching the point where we, you know nobody's going to be thrilled with baby steps. Uh, you know, it's to the point now where somebody wants to see a victory, and you know, I can't blame you at all. I won thirteen yesterday. That's probably at least victory number three in my eyes. That was definitely a winnable game. So, you know, look, at the end of the day, three and ten is no different than zero and thirteen. But uh, I do think you have some young guys in that uh, locker room who'd like to get a W. I think now that guys are losing jobs within that organization, I think a W is important. So we're going to get all into everything yesterday as far as the loss of the Green Bay Packers. I brought back again uh, from waiting for next year at Cleveland. Uh, Jake Burns is going to join me. Uh, One of the things that drew me to Jake originally uh, and his work was his Monday wrap-up of games. Uh, I mean, you know, he... Literally puts more time in. It's got to be almost seems like five, six hours of coverage he puts in. So I'm glad to bring Jake in here tonight. Jake, buddy, how's everything going? Good, man. Good. Glad to be here. Um, you know, like you said, <laughs> these Mondays while I'm trying to manage work and getting all those films up for everybody, it's it's a bit challenging. So it's a, it's good to have some rest here in the evening. And, well, uh, you know, and, 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 and to spice things up, uh, you and Mrs. Burns going to add a little one to the uh, mix here in a few months. Yeah, yeah. We're excited, man. She's about seven months along now, so... You know, times are getting uh, pretty stressful around here as, in terms of, of her comfort and keeping everything, you know, pristine as you can for the, for the lady who's struggling. Yep, and then it's going to time to start putting everything together and all that good stuff and cribs and dressers and baby stations. and Oh, you're going to have a blast, Jake, I'm telling you. <laughs> Living the dream, man. Ha-ha. <laughs> uh, I guess the way to jump into it, uh, look, I mean, right off the bat yesterday, started off beautifully, uh, you know, I mean, as, as you know, Pretty much right down the field, Josh Gordon touchdown, you know, answered Green Bay touchdown. Uh, I guess maybe start there with the first drive. I mean, the play calling was there, uh, the execution. I mean, it was a real nice way to start. Yeah, absolutely. I think that they 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 came out a little defeat, deflated defensively, gave up a long drive. Um, as you know, Green Bay kind of nickel and dimed them all day. We'll talk about that. But as far as answering Green Bay's touchdown, that was just fantastic. Long drag stem route there from Josh Gordon for a big chunk of yards. They came back, a couple nice little... Isaiah Crowell runs, um, 
caught caught him on a play action. It's nice to see them effectively run a play action with a drag to Telfer, and then you get that, you know, four vert, four vert uh, bender route to Gordon where he plucks it in the end zone. Man, it was pretty special. That was that was good to see. It's nice to see them script ten plays right off the rip and 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 feel like they had some confidence there. I mean, it good. I mean, it looked good. Uh, I mean, obviously, you know what Josh Gordon brings to this field. It's just, I mean, it changes everything, and it's. It's not that every team has one because no, every team, everybody has a wide receiver one, which Cleveland didn't. But you're talking the wide receiver one of wide receiver ones. There's only two, three names you can mention with you know what Josh Gordon brings to a football field. You know the Antonio Browns, the Julio Jones, and once you see a guy like that, I mean it's just electric. Uh, and look, anybody who's hating on the touchdown sunglasses, my God, guys, can you can, can you find a little fun in anything for God's sakes? I mean, here's an 0-12 team. They found something that maybe everybody can kind of bond around a little bit. Oh, my God, just let it go. I thought it was cool. Enjoy it. You know, come on. I mean, is what Cleveland not – I mean, does the rule not apply to Cleveland too that these touchdowns can be celebrated? Yeah, I think these guys need to have a little bit of fun, man. 0-13, my first year of college, we went 0-10 and D3, and it was just miserable. I can't imagine how overbearing it is to come in there every week. Let these guys throw on some shades and have some fun. I mean, you got to do something to break up the monotony. And you want to know what – it's good to see that even though, you know, a lot of these guys now really don't even know each other, you know, starting to find some common ground with each other, which is good because, you know, Kenny Britt would have taken the sunglasses, dropped them on the ground, and stepped on them. So it's good to see (laughs) – it's good to see Corey back. It's good to see Josh back, and good to see guys like him gone. Yeah, uh, no, th- those three are those three are gelling really well. I like I like what it, I say. Those three, it's Coleman, uh, Gordon, and Joku. They got some camaraderie going on there. It's good to see. Yeah, no, it's definitely see. It's definitely needed. I mean, look, it's trying times here. Like I, they know the record isn't that great, but you know, it, you know, being frustrated, being aggravated, it's not going to lead to success. You got to stay relaxed. You got to have some fun with it. You know, it's the only way you're going to lead to playing your best ball. Yep. Uh, Go ahead uh, a little further here. Obviously, you know, the first half and you know finished up pretty strong. Uh, I think they got hosed there towards the end on what should have been an obvious pass interference in, uh, call where, you know, Gordon, there's no way you're going to tell me the safety beat the ball. I'm not going to buy it for a second. But, uh, you know, left some points there, uh, you know, on the board before half. But, you know, all in all, I mean, he closed out the first half looking pretty good. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think they did some really good things defensively in terms of bend and don't break. It was pretty clear that Greg Williams had a plan of, you know, we're going to play – Eight to ten yards off, we're going to backpedal. We don't want Hundley beating us deep. We'll make him beat us underneath, which we'll get into that topic in a little bit. But that was the plan. They, they bend a couple times there, but they don't break. They get a nice little long touchdown drive again with, with Corey Coleman making a couple of really long down-and-distance catches that I enjoyed. Kaiser, Kaiser threw some pretty good throws, but I thought Coleman came up with some nice catches. They ran that uh, power read scheme down there on the goal line when they got in the red zone. It was just a thing of beauty. Everybody blocked down perfectly. Nice little read and pitch by Kaiser. You can't complain. I thought that they played about as good a first half as they could. The end of the half there, I mean, you know, you want your young quarterback to understand that if they can complete, it's like third and 13, if they can complete something to get it down inside the 40, you know, Zane's been hit or miss, but you give them a chance there to go in 17-7. I didn't like that scheme design, and I've had some to – debates about what Hugh Jackson's play calling is and I think Hugh's a smart guy I think he he can do some things with the right personnel but you have to know based on the history of Deshaun Kaiser in his first year here that if you give him an opportunity to throw the ball 20 plus yards downfield the kid's gonna do it so I mean giving him the opportunity there to throw something like that it's it you're running a risk all the time you needed to put something in his hands that he could handle maybe a quick screen something that he could get five, six yards with and kick a field goal. But if, if I'm complaining about going into half up 14-7 instead of 17-7, we're on a different trajectory here. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, I don't think we're ready for that. But, uh, yes, I mean, it's something, you know, you want to see. Or even, I mean, go simple. Go quarterback draw. You know, he's got the legs. You know, maybe he can, you know, get you the yards you need to get the field goal attempt. So, you know, just, you know, something to, you know, you know, something to chew on. But, you know, I mean, exactly. If you're if you're calling a play where there's an opportunity for Kaiser to rip it, he's going to rip it. It's, it. it's just his mentality. It's going to take a long time to break by that. Uh, guys, just uh, real quick here, uh, Locked On Browns. Uh, we have actually – the Locked On Network, they've uh, franchised out into a little uh, first couple MLB shows. Locked On Cubs, uh, Locked On Yankees are now up and running. So any of you baseball fans who want to get your John Carlos Stanton fix, go ahead and check out uh, Locked On MLB. They've got you covered so far. Yankees and Cubs. Now, moving on along here, Jake, like you said about the defense, uh, you know, this was, a, this was a little tough here. Uh, when I think of Green Bay, I don't think of, you know, a guy, I mean, maybe Randall Cobb, but I don't think of a guy that, man, I, I'm really concerned about these guys after, with the run after the catch. And some of the respect that was being shown yesterday, it was just terrible. Uh, obviously, the one you highlighted, uh, you know, basically just stop route. But, but Hundley was still allowed to take a three-step drop and throw the stop route. I mean, you cannot be giving up that kind of space. No, absolutely. I think there were some, I, I think by the end of it, I think I tweeted the last few out around 4 o'clock that I was just nauseated with it. I mean, yeah, there were some three steps. There was some punch rock throw type drops where he's getting it out right now. There was the one on fourth and one where he snapped it, slid and threw. I, I just don't. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not trying to complain too too much because I don't think that they bend too far there. But at the same time, you got to throw. Give me some hard down cover too. Give me some exchange where you're in the face and you're exchanging inside out. Give me something different once in a while. Make Brett Hundley question whether this is going to be the easy throw. I think it's going to be. They just kept it that way, and it was like death by a thousand cuts. You know what I mean? <laughs> I mean that was an absolute great way to great way to describe it. Um, now, as far as a little bit more of the offense, uh, I, I you know obviously they got it up and they scored a third touchdown, but it seemed I don't know, to me it seemed like you know Hugh and the guys they were out of play calls. It didn't. It seemed like you know what we threw everything good we had at him, and now here it is late third quarter and we don't really have much left. Yeah, they they emptied the tank. I thought in the first half. Um, they came back, like you said, the second half. They got the they got that key stop and broke a couple runs. Crowell did a he broke a nice inside zone there. Um, I think he get, got it down to about the ten yard line. They ran a couple yep. of plays. They ran a Telford play action corner route. I didn't love. Terrible I would love. Play yeah, I why, would love to why see him. Him. Why him? <laughs> I don't know, man. I can't answer those. It's it's just infuriating. I don't know why you would put your third best receiving tight end on a corner route. I mean, it wasn't a great ball either, but nonetheless. They get a touchdown there. It kind of felt fluky. A jump back throw to Coleman. It worked out. That's great. But you could feel it. They weren't. They were running zero rhythm schemes. They were. They, there was nothing there that made me think long term. This is going to be effective. And like like we said, defensively, uh, it, 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 you feel. I hate that feeling as a fan, or even when you were playing ball. That, that feeling that I just don't see. Unless we switch something up, I don't see how we're going to stop them. And that's what it got to. Yeah, uh, and I think uh, and another thing you're seeing here is one thing I keep talking about, and you know we mentioned when we did the show with Steven, is as great as Miles Garrett is, there's got to be more pass rush-wise. You can't just think he's going to you know, bring everything you have. Uh, you know, other guys are going to have to contribute, and you know, don't bring up that Nate Orchard you know, blind squirrel finding a nut sack yesterday because I don't want to hear that. But you know, more pass rush is needed here. Especially, I mean, if if you're going to just play this lax coverage, I mean, and you're not getting the pass rush, I mean, Nassib did a good job yesterday as far as the one where he got in there, got his hands raised, was able to knock the ball down. But, you know, as good as these young defensive linemen are, you know, you know, and they seem to be showing well against the run game, we need to see some more here out of, the, out of them as pass rushers. Yeah, I think this was a bad example. Uh, just a tough game for them, like, like we talked about, with how quick 
Hundley got the football out and every completion I saw, he might have had one completion further than ten yards downfield. It's really tough. I agree. They need to get they need to get more organic pressure without bringing people. But um, tough game for them. I, I I didn't see a ton from Miles Garrett just by virtue of these these balls are coming out of Hundley's hands really quickly and they're allowing him to just you know slowly methodically push him down the field. Um, I thought Larry Ogunjobi, I highlighted a couple plays. I thought he played really well. Got more snaps. I think he was in the high 40s, maybe mid to high 40s. Got about 60, high 60, 70% of the snaps, which is good for him. He's been obviously a guy that pops on film, hasn't gotten a ton of reps, just uh, coming back from a midseason injury. They like Coley there at the three tech. They, they, they worked him in a bit more. He's popping. So I think we're seeing a young offense, or sorry, a young defensive line that. They need to get some guys, I think, in the upcoming draft, especially with that second unit like you talked about. But, man, the, the potential is there to really blow up. And teams know that they have to get rid of the ball quick. That's why I like McCarthy's game plan. And it kind of played perfectly into what Greg Williams was allowing him to do. Yeah, and as much as in the uh, the beginning starts for Hundley, it looked kind of rough. Uh, I mean, it looks like he's really, you know, he's finding a nice little zone for himself. Uh, I think the first thing they had to do was finally get him calmed down and say, look, you're not Aaron Rodgers. Nobody's expecting you to be Aaron Rodgers. Why don't you just go out there and be the best Brett Hundley you can be? And I think he's finding some success. I mean, look, you know, Devontae, Ad- Devontae Adams is still eating every week. And this, you know, it's not because of Aaron Rodgers. I mean, we talked about Adams the other day on the Fan Speak show. I mean, he's he's going to be looking at $35 million, $40 million guaranteed if he yeah. hits the open market. Uh, yeah. Fantastic, fantastic guy. Yeah, and I, and I like, I think I saw a couple of things about McCarthy's. And I, I can't admit that I've, I pay a ton of attention to Green Bay, but I do like what McCarthy is always doing for that kid. And, in the press conferences, and, and he's always building them up, highlighting positives. I obviously think we've seen the antithesis of that here in Cleveland with, with the yin-yang going back and forth we've seen between Hugh Jackson to Deshaun Kaiser. Yeah, he's not Aaron Rodgers. I think that they wanted him to try to fit what they were doing with Aaron Rodgers right off the rip. They figured out, hey, this isn't us. Let's tailor this thing for, for Brett Hundley. He's got a rhythm. Um, you know, They're hanging in the past. Well, winning franchises do. they got the right coaches in place to do the right things to build guys and tailor the skill set for the players. It's a novel idea, I know, right? Right, yeah. Right. You kind of, you know, you know, you got to change or you're pretty much going to wither away and die. Um, I did want to mention that you wrote up Isaiah Crowell. I, I've been hard on, him, hard on him for a while. Uh, you know, I thought he had a pretty, pretty monster game yesterday. Offensively, give me a couple of guys who stood out to you yesterday, Jake. Uh, I thought Corey Coleman, sorry, Corey Coleman played one of his better games. Um, I, I, I haven't tracked his, I'm going to write a little bit of something on him later, but I haven't tracked his total targets. He had a pretty good game. Uh, six, seven catches that were pretty important. I mean, I thought Josh Gordon played pretty well, too. Um, left side of the line was pretty effective. Uh, Drango's been steady. I mean, as good as we could have hoped for. Um, I mean, you know, at, but, worst, at worst, he's a swing tackle. And you know what? For where you drafted him, you can't complain with it. You, re- you really can't. He's, he's played well. He's played. He surprised in the situations we didn't expect him to surprise. And then, you know, Betonio Treader played one of his better games. Um, right side, Coleman had a really rough first half. Sean Coleman, but came back, bounced back, played well in the second half. Um, like I talk about with stock up, stock down, I thought Kaiser's, it's tough to be a stock down on him. I thought he did some things really well, but you, you just can't make crippling mistakes. At the end of the day, as a quarterback, you're judged by the mistakes you make that hurt your team. And if that's the case, he just has, he, he hasn't found a way to eliminate those. They just have a way of being utter backbreakers. Yeah. Nobody's going to remember the three touchdowns. They're going to remember the two INTs. That's just yep. the way it goes. Yep. Um, now, defensively, I mean, I, like you said, I thought they did well. Um, but I think it just got to the point where, you know, Green Bay said, look, it's if you're not going to change this, and, and like you said, the death of a thousand cuts, it was just easy enough to continuously go at it. But I know you mentioned Ogunjobi, and, you know, he definitely, I wasn't surprised with how well he played. I mean, here was a guy that kind of just, it's almost been screaming that he needs extra time, I mean, needs more reps. And, it, you know, I guess with, the, you know, Shelton being out, the, you know, the cards fell in his favor this week. 
But uh, give me a couple other guys who, uh, you know, defensively that uh, caught your eye yesterday. Uh, I thought I, I'm, I'm, it's tough. I think that Jamar Taylor played well. Thought he shut down half the field. Obviously, they were pinpointing McCourty all day. Um, Kai, am, am I pronouncing it right? Nak- Nakua, am I pronouncing that? Perfect? I do believe that. I believe that one we have correctly. Yes. Yeah, unlike Darius Geis, this one we have correctly. <laughs> good. Yeah, no, he was he was everything you'd kind of hope for as a free safety filling in. We we've been a little bit rough on on Jabril Peppers and his in, inability to react as quickly as we hoped. I think that comes as as Peppers gets more snaps back there. But Kai, Kai had a good feel for. Um, jumping routes. I highlighted a couple where he was jumping throws before Hundley even worked his eyes back to it. That kid's got some potential. I'm not sure if it's in Cleveland with the position Cleveland will be drafting in and what they have invested in Peppers, but he has a future. Um, I thought Joe Scobert handled himself okay. He is asked to do things that are really difficult for a Mike linebacker in the NFL. Um, His depth is so deep and he's asked to do so many things covering for people who are blitzing. He played fairly well. Um, I thought Miles played pretty well other than he held his own in run support. He missed that key tackle late, but um, they, everybody just played pretty solidly. McCourty was probably going to be your worst graded player because, they, like I said, they just picked on him. But this team played well enough to win. Everybody probably, I can't say everybody, probably 80% of the roster that played significant time graded above 70. That's a grade good enough to win football games. But, uh, you know, if you, if you have a couple guys in key positions, such as a quarterback and at, at one corner they keep picking on, that's how you lose a game when you shouldn't. I uh, couldn't agree more. Uh, guys, uh, I always want to mention, uh, you know, I try to mention some of the better shows on here. Uh, Mark Schofield, who I know Jake is familiar with, uh, does the Locked On Patriots. Look, even if you're not a Patriots fan, Mark's show is one you definitely want to listen to over there at Locked On Patriots. Uh, you know, a lot of X's and O's, uh, you know, a lot of film analysis. So if you get a chance, uh, Locked On Patriots with Mark Schofield, that is one you definitely need to get your ears on. Uh, Jake, before we let you go here, uh, what do, you, what do you want to see here going down the last three weeks? Uh, you know, I mean, yesterday in Joku after the week in Los Angeles against the Chargers, with, you know, the solid offensive performance. Yesterday, almost, you know, non-pedestrian. Uh, what are you looking to see here over the next three weeks from these guys? I, I mean, we talk about win-loss. You made reference to it at the beginning. Does it mean a whole lot, the difference between 3-10 and 10 and 0-13? and 13? No, it doesn't. But we need to see some tangible progress. A win has to happen. If they go 0-16 and 16 after 1-15, and 15, it is just it's an utter failure. They have to find a way to win at least a game for moral purposes, for Hughes' overall consciousness. They have to find as a head coach here, they have to find a way to win. Um, you know, keep keep highlighting the young guys, get get Gordon and Coleman, keep them keep them active, keep them, you know, as a high, as a key part of the game plan. Keep giving snaps to your young guys on the defensive line, let them keep getting reps. We just need to see progress. Um, I think that the expectation, I would hope as a fan base, our expectation is that they win one game here. Uh, I think that's what you, I mean, that's obviously what you're hoping for because, I mean, that is the ultimate sign of growth. Um, Corey Coleman, you know, playing as the number two to Josh Gordon, I mean, just a small glimpse of what we have in these guys through two games. I mean, you see, it could be a truly, truly special duo. So obviously, you hope for Corey's health, you know, you hope for, you know, Josh's mental health along, you know, along with, you know, you know keeping him. You know, on the beaten path, you know, so to speak. Uh, you know, guys like Njoku and Devalve and Duke Johnson, all just ready to mix it. In. it you know, there should be better success. I, I don't doubt that. I don't think anybody doubts that. Uh, I think the coaching staff needs to understand that. You know, they need a better game plan. You know, these last three games. You know, you have talent now. There's no excuses of you know what we're playing undermanned. You know, those things of that nature. You know, you've got you've got a beast at wide receiver one. You've got a solid wide receiver two. There's really no more excuses here. You know, you need to go out there and you need to game plan your tails off and get away. You know, get these young studs featured. Uh, guys, it's been Locked On Browns episode 130 uh, game wrap up on the uh, you know lost yesterday Green Bay Packers. 
uh, Jake Burns from uh, Waiting for Next Year from Cleveland Edition. Jake, anything before we go? No, man. Just uh, just hope we keep seeing some steady improvement and uh, look forward to being on again with you sometime. You got it, Jake, anytime. Uh, guys, that is Jake Burns from me, Jeff Lloyd, Locked On Browns, episode 130. We are out. Guys, have a great night. We will talk to you tomorrow.